Hey, I'm Chris Cooper. I took a 200-word blog and built a $25 million mentorship company from it. It wasn't easy, and I had to learn some huge and expensive lessons along the way. But now I'm sharing those lessons with other business coaches and mentors and high-level entrepreneurs in this podcast. Want to chat with me? Go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there. Can ADHD actually be a superpower? I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business is Good. And if you know a lot of entrepreneurs, you know that many entrepreneurs will say things like, oh, I've got ADD. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes they're just unfocused, distracted, maybe even mentally undisciplined. My guest today is Leighton Bigham. And we're going to talk about how he has turned his ADHD diagnosis into a superpower and just how big of a superpower that is. Leighton, welcome to Business is Good. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, man, I, I want to start with the ADHD diagnosis and story. I mean, you're not as old as I am, but right. back when I was a kid, nobody had that diagnosis. When did you get it? Um, so I actually received my diagnosis about about six years ago when I was diagnosed with Asperger's as well. So um, I was in the military going through some issues with sleep and they started noticing some things about, and I was, uh, I was seeing a psychologist because uh, I, uh, well, obviously I, need, I needed to sleep, but I was telling them about my rigidity of like, I need of my schedule. Like I wake up, I look at my schedule and this is what has to happen um, every single day. So, it, and just like, kind of like Jolene, she, she created a, a, a plan, kind of laid out our calendar and stuff like that. So I have, I, I typically have to stick to that plan. But then I was telling them like, hey, when I um, look at something or I'm in the middle of something, it's almost like I zone in so much that I don't hear anything around me. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So you were talking to a psychologist about this. They, they gave you a diagnosis for ADHD and Asperger's. Do you want to just share with listeners what the difference is? Yeah. So Asperger's is more of like you, you have a, we'll call it a superpower in one strength. So you could have it in literature, you could have it in math, you could, um, you know, reading, writing, whatever. And then ADHD is normally categorized as being like hyper or bouncing from thing to thing to thing, which it can be, but with, uh, I think what we were talking about earlier, a little bit of discipline, we can actually own that in. Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs will actually describe themselves as being ADHD, but they're not. They're just distracted or unfocused or maybe undisciplined, right? So like, what's, what is real ADHD? Well, real ADHD, it is, it is the inability, I want to say it's the inability to keep, your, keep yourself disciplined, okay? Hmm. And I think that like when you, when people aren't disciplined, especially with ADHD, they see something like, you know, something shiny new, or even in your day-to-day, -day, you know, day-to-day -day work, like you're working on something and you get a text message, you're like, bing. And then once you get a text message and you're not disciplined enough to go back to what you're doing, you start scrolling TikTok, you start scrolling Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and then you just dive into a deep, dark hole of uh, nothing. And so kids who get the diagnosis early, what is what does ADHD look like for them in the classroom? Oh, that's a good question. So I can only like speak to like the adulthood, but I can, I remember what it was like going through school, like reading exercises. So 
with ADHD, or I feel with the ADHD that I was diagnosed with, you you kind of get bored really fast. I would either skim read or read the first three lines of a paragraph and then skip to the next paragraph and skip to the next paragraph or, or be like, hey, I need to, you know, I, I need to do my math or writing or whatever. Interesting. But on the flip side, some people with an ADHD diagnosis are also capable of intense focus. And when you and I and Jolene, your wife, were talking the other day, you mentioned or, or she did that sometimes you can be so focused on something that you can't actually hear somebody talking to you. So tell me about that. Yeah. So I actually noticed that when, let's see, after my di- diagnosis, I was I was all over the place. And then when through some mentoring and stuff like that, they're like, hey, you got to get organized. Okay. And if you, if you tell somebody you got to get organized, it's like, okay, I'm going to clean this up, clean, move things around and just kind of try to we'll say schedule things out, but it doesn't always work. So I, I got an app and the app actually like schedules my day, but only when things start. Okay. Okay. So it says you have, you have to do lead nurture right now. Okay. Um, and then I get so engrossed in it. If I don't have something else going on, like music or somebody to come in and stop me that I'm just focused on that doing that one task um and sometimes she even has to like nudge me like hey <laughs> hey well, you know come back to life or you know occasionally i watch tv same thing like the kids will be screaming my name or say dad 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 and she has to say hey they've asked for you three times why you know why are you not responding and i'm like i didn't hear anything mm. yeah so yeah. sorry carry on yeah. No, no. I, I so I think I think that that it really helps out in the business um, because in, in our business I do the sales and marketing and I am very analytical and so I I get deep into the numbers of the of the marketing the back end of Facebook um, you know the the front end of Facebook or front end of Google and start looking at the numbers and how can I change this how can I fix this. Um, what, what is a click through rate? You know, what is a link click through rate? All, all the, the good things. And then I'm like, okay, I need to create a new creative or add image. I need to do some new primary text and then I'll spend like hours doing that. Wow. But it gets, it gets done, but that's where, that's where the hyper focus comes in. It's just like, okay, I'm doing this task to, to completion. Um, but I, but I need to set a timer to be like, okay, you know, you spent 30 minutes on this task, it's time to move on to something else so you can get, get stuff done. I think the Facebook ads are a perfect example because I think a lot of owners, they feel overwhelmed or, or, or bored or whatever when they're doing it. And so they just say, oh, forget this, it's too complicated. And they give up on it too soon. And then that's why they say, oh, it doesn't work for me or I hate Facebook ads. Right. So what you're describing truly is a superpower to stay engaged with with that deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, well, we'll say what, nine, 10 years ago, I knew nothing about Facebook ads. Yeah. So here's where the intense focus comes in. I was like, I love this. Um, I, I, I liked the numbers. I like to see the percentages, that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to start researching this. Um, mm. and because I become more disciplined, I can read everything on it. Like I don't skim read, I don't skip paragraphs and 
stuff like that. And then I apply those things to our business. That's interesting. And for listeners, Leighton is a mentor at Two Brain, also on uh, paid advertising. And so this is you know one reason that he's just so, so, so good at it. Another is experience. But Leighton, even when you were in the military, were you doing something with coding or, or something like that? So I was... I. I had a few different jobs, but my my last job in the military, I was doing um, satellite communications um, and um, server administration, which there was some JavaScript, um, some VB script, uh, Visual Basic scripts and stuff like that that I had to do. And most most of my job uh, consists of troubleshooting. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So troubleshooting uh, switches, routers, that kind of stuff. There is there's code that you can write uh in like a notepad to say okay you know you need this channel to talk to this one whereas you you need this port for the 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 user to do this and you can just script all that out apply it to the switch and it either works or it doesn't um so i remember one time i started work at usually eight o'clock in the morning at like 10 30 11 o'clock at night i haven't eaten I haven't done anything but sit in front of this terminal all day, just going, wow. like trying to fix it. So, but that's what's required, probably, right. to fix it. Yeah. So it's interesting because I think a lot of our kids in general are just being diagnosed as, um, you know, deficient, right? Like the ADD is, uh, it's a deficient diagnosis, and they're kind of labeled as like, less good in school because they don't conform to that old industrial model when really there's a a growing segment of our economy that really depends on this skill. Yeah. Let's talk about downsides. So I was thinking about you this weekend because my wife and I spent seven hours in a car and I can sit in a car for seven hours. And if we don't speak a word, that's fine because I'm thinking about something, but obviously that bothers her. What's wrong with Chris? And I I know like you have done a twelve or a fourteen hour drive before, so like when you're when you're focused like that, you know you've said sometimes your wife has to poke you like, hey, why aren't you listening? Mm. What are some of the challenges about that come with kind of this this capability of defocus? That's a, a great question. Um, challenges. I obviously not hearing people. Um, like that's that's one of the biggest challenges. If if I don't time block um, or you know set a timer, like nothing else gets done. Um, hmm. One of the one of the other other things is if I do not schedule stuff, like nothing could get done. That's interesting. Why is that? I I think it all comes down to discipline, hmm. like a hundred percent. Like if I don't see it on my my schedule, then I'm kind of content saying okay, I don't have anything on my schedule. You know, I don't, I must not need to do anything. And then, then I can get so engrossed in like not, not doing anything or playing video games or watching TV or whatever. So that I I see that as a downside. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some people, if they like TV, it it may not be, but you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah. When you're running a business, obviously this can be a skill on the back end, but a lot of our business is dealing with people too. Would that be possible without Jolene, who is great with people? Or how can entrepreneurs um, deal with people if they do have ADHD and they'd rather be focused on their Facebook ads? So dealing with people, having Asperger's, it's tough for me to deal with people. 
just because I, I don't relate well to them. Could you learn enough to deal with people successfully? Or do you think it's better to have a partner who's good at that? I, I think a little bit of both, mm. honestly, because obviously Jolene, she's crushing it. I do, you know, I've done some personal training and you mm. still have to be able to relate to people, but I've learned enough that uh, I could tell by body language. Um, and then I just, I just know that I have to put my phone somewhere else and put it on do not disturb. Um, I do the same thing when I go to see a psychologist. Um, I see one every week because I think therapy is important for everybody. Yeah. I put it on do not disturb. That way I can have the meaningful conversations I need to have. Very and interesting. Yeah. Just like in business. Um, and I, I think there's so many nuances to, um, we'll say, happen to do you know, things on a schedule, uh, or, you know, they don't get done. Um, you do have to, you know, one of the big things is relating to people, but if you don't, if you can't get your metric, metric, metrics, I'm sorry, and you can't input them somewhere so you can track them, then you're just kind of spinning your wheels. All right. So let's say that you're dealing with, are you talking to a parent mm -hmm. and they're like, ah, my kid wants to open a business, but they've never really you know, done well in school. They're so they're scattered. They're distracted. Their their teacher said maybe they have ADHD. Like, what advice do you give that parent or that kid? One, start by hiring a mentor. Oh, that was the biggest. <laughs> that was the biggest change for me. But uh, like, start small because it can be overwhelming. But start small by by setting aside time, um, those blocks of time, and by being disciplined. Uh, being able to do it every single day or once a week, you know, or twice a week, whatever, it, it'll grow that skill over time. Just on a, on a final note here, let's talk about fitness. I mean, you and I are both in the fitness industry. And so sometimes we just take it for granted or forget how important fitness is to, to maintaining focus. How much do you have to exercise to maintain focus? What happens if you don't exercise? Tell us that stuff, Layden. Oh, how much exercise? I, I used to, so a little background on me. In 2018, I placed 31st uh, overall in the world, 35th category uh, in CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So back then, I had to work out every single day, twice a day. And when I was in the middle of a workout, that's where the intense focus actually paid off because I could tune every single thing out, just kind of go through the motions or, you know, not go through the motions, but do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. And then if I skip workouts, then I was angry um, because and then it would be all I'd be all over the place. But now I can get, you know, three workouts in a week. I can still maintain that focus and I feel good about myself um, as far as like, hey, this is, you know, you, I can do business and I can do fitness. Awesome, man. Yep. Hey, thanks a lot, Layton. Uh, I think this is going to be enormously helpful and and kind of show ADHD in a different light as a potential gift to a lot of entrepreneurs or just parents of kids who are struggling to figure out what to do. Thanks for listening to Business is Good. If you'd like to chat about this episode or the blog posts or podcasts that I put on the Business is Good site, just go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there.